When my roommate comes into the room looking for his car keys, I don't say it yet. And when he gets me off the couch to check underneath the couch cushions, I don't say it yet. No. And then when he says out loud, I wonder where my car keys are, I still don't say it. I still don't say it yet. But then he asks me, do you know where my car keys are? I look at him in his face and I say, have you checked your bottles? I have not seen your keys, but since you're asking me, you better check up that bottle. But a funny thing to say to someone who's lost their shit and is stressed out visibly When I see the best man start to sweat I don't say it yet When I see that little ring bearer cunt getting yelled at by his mum Oh, I still don't say it When I see the groom asking the vicar if they can wait just another 15 minutes I do not say it And when the father of the bride starts organising an ad hoc emu bob of the courtyard area, I want to, but I do not say it. It's the 11th hour with 300 congregants under God's roof. The vicar approaches the mic and suddenly all of the chatter goes mute. He says that they've misplaced the rings. Could anyone possibly know where they are? I know it's my time and all heads turn as I stand and say, Vicar, have you changed your mind? My loan. I'm losing my patience. Where is your class? I just lost my grandma. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Are you capable of not saying she's up my asshole? Of course. My condolences. I'm not looking for a silly joke right now. Yeah, yeah. What are you looking for? Honestly, just like a shoulder to cry. Good to be back. Welcome, Prodheads, to the first episode in almost a month. I'm, I'm so sorry. How are you doing? How are you feeling? Feeling pretty good. Relaxed, rested, rejuvenated from a nice two weeks away on our summer vacation. And I apparently decided to take some time away uh, weeks prior to us going because it's just been so long since I've, I've posted an episode. And I got to be I got to admit, I've kind of been in a show hole. Remember those commercials? Show hole. But in this case, it's a podcast hole, giggity. I just didn't have a lot of creative juices flowing at the time. So the time away uh, over summer vacation was absolutely needed, and it has done some wonders for me. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a special little uh, get-together here. We're going to sit around this uh, radio, phone, whatever device you're listening to, and we're going to run down the bullet points of basically what I've been up to just to catch you all up. I, I know that you are uh, listening to this podcast but because you're a fan of the prod producer brandon um and it's been a you know I, i'm 
I'm kind of getting distracted because I'm looking down the list of all the episodes that I've done, and there's a recurring theme of just all the, the wonderful people that I've met. And in each episode, I I have a very fond memory of what I had felt in those moments. And it's it's really special that this broadcast has been able to reach so many people. And I'm constantly reminded um, in the most fascinating ways that this podcast has actually helped a lot of people. So, you know, I'm just feeling a little sentimental, feeling a little, little, uh, little homey. It feels good in here. I feel like this is where, where we're supposed to be right now. I mean, right now is the best time to be alive, to be honest. So enjoy it while you can. So the next 30, 45 minutes or so, I'm going to basically run down a bullet point list of what I've been up to. And I'm going to take a page out of uh, Rob Williams' School of Broadcasting uh, textbook. And like he's done in soap audio soapboxes before, he's done sound effects to delineate between the sounds of each uh, bullet point that he's making. So this is going to be my sound effect. Now that might sound familiar because the entire intro to this episode was actually that song. Um, I, I'm not a fan of TikTok. I, I just don't join it because I don't need another social media platform to stay on top of. But I fortunately have wonderful friends who send me these videos and I just posted it to the Rad Podcast group recently. You can click over to join if you haven't already. Uh, just don't be a dick, okay? Like that's the only rule. Just Just don't be a dick. Then we'll all get along. And fortunately... There aren't any dicks in uh, the broadcast group, but now that I'm saying that, um, I'm sure there's plenty of dicks, probably about a 50, I don't know, maybe like a 35, 65 ratio. I think that math works out. I don't know. But there's, there's, there's dicks, but not in the sense of, you know, like people being assholes to each other. So, um, butthole is going to be the sound effect that I'm going to use to delineate between each point. You get it? How, you know how that works? Yeah. Point one, I went to Arizona uh, to kick off my summer vacation, and I tried paddleboarding for the first time, did a great job, stood up, posted a uh, nice picture up on Instagram under not strangled bacon. That's my uh, that's my handle. I know I could have made something easy like producer Brandon or Brandon Rad Radio, but I decided to go against the grain and just pick not strangled bacon. It's actually a, a antonym. Is that, how, is that what it is? Antonym? I think. Let me let me double check. Antonym. Oh, let me see. Ah, oh, yes, that's an it's an anagram, a word, phrase, or name formed by rearranging the letters, or such uh, such as cinema formed from Iceman. So my my handle is my anagram of my full name. So have fun with that one, kids. It's a puzzle. And uh, yeah, so I posted the pictures of uh, me paddleboarding, and I I just gonna gonna brag a little bit. I look pretty damn good in those tight shorts. I didn't think that they were, I was a little bit embarrassed, but I got out on the water and I was like, damn, okay, these feel good. I look good and I'm glad I wore them. And, uh, yeah, so I, I don't know much more to tell you. Oh, but paddleboarding was really fun. Uh, I'm sorry. I just got distracted thinking about myself in those shorts. Mm, it's hot. But paddleboarding uh, ended up being a little bit longer than I had expected. Now, you're probably wondering why I went to Arizona. I actually have some family friends out there that I visited and, and was fortunate fortunate enough to stay in their homes. And uh, they fed me and they took me all around. We went to Sedona, which I'll get to get into in, in a minute in another bullet point. But the point of this story was to tell you about this family. They were actually a, a family that kind of took me in under their wing. They're not blood family, um, but they are family to me now. Uh, let's say they're, they're my spiritual family. 
you know, the soul family, do you believe in that? Like you meet people and you're like, hey, we, we actually, we're supposed to be in the same tribe. And that's how it feels out there. And so Arizona is a very healing place. And that's why I decided to go out there. And uh, paddleboarding was just something to try because they're a very active family. And so we we did that business and it was tough because we were going up, going against the, the wind. And if you've ever paddleboarded before, paddling, it, it takes a lot of work and balancing in and of itself, but having the wind going against you is kind of a pain in the ass. And so I wanted some barbecue and I got it about two hours later than I was supposed to because I was battling the wind, but that's okay. The steak turned out perfectly. Thank God. So I stayed in Arizona for five days and the first night that I went there, the the family that my soul family took me in and we went straight to this Chinese food restaurant that I love called Flo's and they pour heavy martinis and they serve some of the best Chinese food I've ever had. And it's right there in the middle of Arizona, which by the way, if you ever do visit Arizona area, Phoenix, Scottsdale, uh, which is where I ended up staying, there are more choices in food than there are I've seen anywhere else. Vegas, major cities, San Francisco, which I went to over the break. I have an update on that. And the and it's just right there in the middle of the desert. It's some of the best Chinese food I've ever had. Flows, check it out. Um, but they, uh, while I was there enjoying those those very heavy martinis, I was like, let's, let's go stay in a bubble tent in Sedona. And mind you, this is in the middle of June, end of June, and the entire state is on fire at the time. So visibility is shit. And I go up just excited thinking, let's, let's check out these bubble tents. Now you're asking yourself, what's a bubble tent? It's basically a open, you could view up in this little tent outside. So it's basically like a, a, a igloo, but all of the shell is transparent. It's like fiberglass uh, that, that you could see through, like a window, but it's like all like heavy plastic. And this is important to the story because I booked this thing. I'm thinking, yeah, this is great. The next night we'll go to Sedona and we'll go have a night under the stars and, and do some sky, look up for, for I want to see them aliens, quite honestly. I wanted to go to Arizona and see some aliens. Didn't work out. But we got to this place where they had this bubble tent on the next day. And it was so hot and you couldn't see anything in front of you for another 100, 150 yards. So it was, it was a very thick smoke. And the proprietors of this place, which we basically stayed in there, we, we were going to stay in their house. They, they opened the door. They had their kid who was probably like 13, 14, agreed us and say, leave your feet, leave your shoes at the door. And then they, they gave us this number to open into a keypad so that we, we can open our door, which is in their kitchen. So we walk through their kitchen, their living room is all set up for their, their kids and there's toys everywhere. And in this room are two beds because we had a few people with us. There were two beds, but they were pushed together. One was like a giant queen bed and the other one was a twin bed and they were just nestled up right next to each other made. So it was almost like you, you could have an orgy on this type of thing and probably not while the family was home, but it was set up to, to, for us to, to sleep there. And I thought, well, we're going to sleep in the bubble tent and it quickly started dawning on me. I know it took me this long to realize this, that it's hot outside, you can't see. And you know what, in my defense, we did try to back out of this the, the morning of, but the proprietors of this place, I'm not gonna put them on blast because it's not their fault. I, I, I overzealously booked this thing just so that we can have this experience under the stars in Sedona, which it wasn't in Sedona, it was like 30 minutes east. So it was even further in the desert and it was away from all the, the, the beautiful stuff. So 
anyway, so we, we tried, I was going to cancel it, but there's a cancellation policy. So I just ate the cost. And, uh, speaking of eating, we went down back to Sedona, which was about a 30 minute drive from where this bubble tent was and enjoyed a fine, fine steak and lobster dinner, which was Oh, so good. And there was a jazz band playing at this place um, in in the middle of Sedona. Excellent. I'm actually going to post all of these all of these uh, suggestions onto uh, my Circles account. Yeah. So you can, if you're ever in that area, you can you can go on the tour to Brandon. Um, but I'm going to try to find the name of that restaurant. Hold, please. Thank you for holding. That name of the place is actually Sound Bites Grill in Sedona, Arizona, and they had a uh, wonderful jazz band playing that night. And jazz is going to play a very significant theme throughout this whole uh, episode. So buckle up. No, no, seriously, it is. A, it's actually going to be um, kind of poignant. It, it was a recurring theme throughout the the trip that I went on. So had our steak and lobster dinner. And while we were at dinner, we looked up someplace in there, right there in Sedona on Airbnb, just so that we can try to get out of this bubble tent and have a nice night in because it was way too hot and the smoke was unbearable. We just didn't want to deal with the weird family's house and what they were going to do while we were sleeping. So we took the initiative, looked on Airbnb and boom, we just had this perfect opportunity land in our lap. It was a beautiful studio apartment type of setup. And it almost felt like you were staying at grandma's house. It had this spread of all these cookies and chocolates and, and coffee and this breakfast nook set up so that you can sit in it. And then there was this big old bed with all the, you know, the, the, the big, uh, the frame that goes up and you can probably put some ropes along and maybe some handcuffs. And th this wasn't that kind of trip. Um, and then the bathroom was beautiful and it had a, clawfoot tub with like one of those backrests so you could really enjoy it and the shower was amazing and this was this was late at night that we were able to get this uh the same day and it just so happened that there was a cancellation earlier in the day and uh this one just popped up and it was truly meant to be which is going to lead me to my next point the day that we got out of this bubble tent situation and into this beautiful new studio apartment type setup that felt just like I was at my family's house um, was the day before my mom's death anniversary. And it, it just happened to fall. It just so happens to fall right in, in vacation time every year. She was kind enough to, to pass while I was on vacation. So it helped me get through some stuff without having to worry about, you know, bringing the team down. So that that was good. But on this day, I just like to reflect and I, I don't get emotional really much anymore about that. I get emotional about a lot of other things, which <laughs> might come up later, but um, I've been kind of an emotional person lately. I've been kind of crying at things that make me feel good. And I, I mean, the point is, I, I guess I'm feeling good, but I kind of just feel like kind of like a pussy when I'm driving down the street and I just start kind of blubbering in a good way. It feels good, but I just, I don't know, man, I'm. I'm having a thing with myself, but I'm understanding that you just got to kind of roll with it. Like, just let it happen, let it out, let it happen. Don't, don't suck it in. But the next day rolls around and my mom, my mom's death anniversary is there. And we're, we're planning on going on a hike around Sedona and do some shopping. And it turned out to be a beautiful day. We open up the doors and blue skies everywhere. The, the heat had tampered down. And there was a water feature outside of this little studio apartment that I was able to walk out to and enjoy my coffee and my chocolate. Thanks, grandma, little uh, unknown grandma that I'd never met uh, in Sedona. And I was able to just sit down and, and take that moment in. And it, birds were chirping and the, the sun was coming through the, the trees and just just the right way. It's just one of those days 
that feels perfect. And it was. And in the this little studio apartment, they give you those little handbooks to like, okay, this is how you work the TV. Don't don't change the channel. Don't go changing the settings. You know, all all and then there's the coffee and the ba 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 and the, all the, the little rules, right? At the bottom of it, there was a there was a little option that said if you want to take a hike to a beautiful spot, go down the road about a mile and a half and then take Trails End to uh, this little creek. It's like a water feature. Almost, they said it was a small waterfall. And we take this walk down and it's it's just the it is the most perfect day. I'm just reliving it in my mind and, and walking down that road thinking, uh, I got to walk up this road and it's going to hurt, but it was worth it. Because at the bottom, you get through these residential areas and you walk into this little wooded forest with, with nice soft dirt that wasn't like desert dirt. It was just that nice soft powdery stuff, almost like sand. And upon our arrival was this huge creek probably 20 feet 25 30 feet across and flowing like glass until you walk a little bit further down the water line and there's this man-made structure of a spiral right in the middle of this creek and it took my breath away it was like a gift like there was a reason why i was supposed to be there to see that that day or it was coincidence but there was a feeling there that was home and, you know, the only thing I could think of was maybe my mom was there, maybe my grandma was there, and maybe they were both there. But it was a very, very special moment. And I think that was the turning point of this entire vacation. I think that from there, I, I went on this steamrolling effect of just feeling gratitude towards everything and everything that's happened in the past. And moving forward, it feels like it's it's going to it's going to feel so good. I already feel so good, but I can only see growth happening from here. And I'm something that I will never, ever forget. And then we went to a karaoke bar a couple of nights later, and it was like, it was 2019 again, but jovial. And let me, let me preface this story about the karaoke bar by saying my entire time in Arizona, I was very impressed by the, the, the fact that people just are happy and, and they, they just want to live life. And a lot of the businesses that are open are thriving and they're doing, and, and you could just see the joy in their faces of just having, just being able to be there. And there's not to disregard that, that there is a problem with staff shortages, people not working, but the places that are open and are doing well were just some of the best places to visit. And it was so good to see at this particular karaoke bar, the same type of joy in all of these people there was demographics of all walks of life and age different ethnicities uh from the the young party kids to the the geriatrics that are just out having a good time all singing karaoke of all different styles and all the while everybody's cheering everybody on everybody's like everybody's biggest fan there you 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 can tell there's the the vibe in a karaoke bar when people are just like okay good you're gonna sing journeys don't stop believing which i did and uh, just, you know, all these, the classics that are just like, okay, oh, I'm not very good, but everybody was super talented and, and really good, except for me, uh, because I did Billy Idol's Rebel Yell, and it, it kind of bombed. But 
I, I, I'm my own worst critic, right? That that's what it is. But my point is, the karaoke was the perfect cap to the Arizona trip because it just it felt like the the boys are back or the girls are back. We're all back together. We're all just trying to live our life to the fullest and have fun. And I another experience that I will just walk away with forever. After I got back from Arizona, I took a night to go to the restaurant Q1227. Uh, Chef Q was an uh, was a interview on one of Rob's episodes of his Probcast recently, and uh, just hearing his story and and learning more about the restaurant, I had to go check it out myself. So I made a reservation a couple of weeks ago. The trip between trips was to this restaurant, and it was outstanding. Uh, bullet points here. Tomahawk ch- pork chop was absolutely fantastic. It fell off the bone. It, you can cut it with a fork. It's so juicy and tender. One of the best things that they have there, as well as the bone marrow uh, appetizer. The, oh, man. If you never had bone marrow before, you are missing out. Go there and try it. And then the lobster bites, which are fried like like they're fried chicken. I don't think I want chicken nuggets anymore. I need to have lobster fried th- lobster bites. Those are the only things that I can ever get. So thank you, Chef Q and everyone at Q1227. My next adventure landed me at uh, in San Francisco, of all places. I decided that I wanted to just tense the waters, just see what it was like, because I have a love affair with the city. I, I loved it as a kid growing up. I went to hundreds of concerts in the city, the Warfield, uh, Bill Graham Civic Center, all these these places have very special places in my heart, and I, I love the city so much. But the decline with all the homeless people and with the pandemic and all, I, I just decided I'm just not going to touch it for a while, put it away, and let's let's open up the box again later. And that just so happened to be over the vacation. I stayed at this beautiful hotel called the Hotel Zeppelin, which, by the way, all of this stuff is going to be on my Circles app. Hotel Zeppelin uh, is it used to be the uh, Hotel Prescott, which is a hotel that I stayed in many, many years ago and loved the experience because it's very old school, but it has modern uh, modern antiquities, if you could, if you will. It's very updated and uh, it closed down uh, quite a few years ago and it just opened up recently called Hotel Zeppelin and it's got a really cool rock and roll theme. Carpets are purple and there's spirals everywhere. Um, and it was just the perfect place to, to have a home base. Um, because the, the trip down there was really to get food, more food, Chinatown had to get some uh, Chinese food. Um, and I, I you know what, I'm going to put the Chinese food place on my app in a minute. Let me just hold, please. I'm going to find that. Hold, hold. <laughs> Thank you for holding that restaurant that I went to in Chinatown was actually called city view restaurant. And, uh, they pride themselves in the meeting of president Barack Obama back before he was president. He was just campaigning and they've got, they still have the pictures up on the, up on the wall, which is cool, but it, cause it helps me like find it because I always forget which one it is. Uh, hence the having to put you on hold. And I hope you enjoy that hold music by the way. So it was city view restaurant, one of the best uh, Chinese food places in town. And then and the next place I dined at was at Edge Steakhouse, which is just right there under the Bay Bridge. So it was a really cool dining experience with wonderful steak and wonderful appetizers and wonderful side dishes, including their scallop potatoes, which I can't remember who, like it's a signature dish there, but duh, Julia Childs. Dude, why did I forget that? That's like, dude, come, come on. I mean, come on. Hate Street was not very pleasant. It was very, 
hippy dippy, but not in the good way. I uh, I do enjoy the woo woo places and going into those metaphysical stores, but man, Hate Street has really stayed downhill. But staying in the Union Square area, it was a much more pleasant experience. There was a lot less people, which is kind of discouraging, but it was not crowded like San Francisco tended to be. And there aren't as there's a lot of businesses that are boarded up. Probably the way I could see it, maybe. 15, 20% of the businesses you'd see on a, or around were, were boarded up. They had murals painting on all over, over them. And that's not to, you know, cover up the fact that those businesses have lost their business and they're probably not doing it as well as they would if they were to be open. All of that, yes, yes, I understand that. But the ones that are open are thriving. And there were no mass policies in most places, including like Fisherman's Wharf. Went to the Exploratorium. The traffic was light. The uh, people traffic was light and there weren't as many bums. They, you know, there's a lot of them still, but it actually had me wondering, where are all of they? Like all before I, I, there was just there were just so many. But now you go down there and it's like you have to be you have to play Where's Waldo to find them. It's it's interesting to think like where they, they might be. Are they being held up in hotels still? Are they just in a in a homeless camp somewhere else? Um, you know, I, I'm very curious to, to dive into what that might be, um, just purely out of, of a curiosity. So, um, but overall that the experience, it's hard to say that the experience was good after you talk about homeless people and wondering where they are, but honestly, San Francisco was, was beautiful and, um, hate street was not. So avoid, avoid hate street. Next door to the Hotel Zeppelin, there's a place called Donatello's. It's an Italian restaurant, and they have delicious food, but they also have the friendliest staff, and they also have no masks allowed. I mean, you can wear your mask, but they don't they don't mandate it. And they also have a little jazz bar on the second floor, up, up right there at the bar of the, uh, of the restaurant. And sauntered up there the first night I was there. We only were there for two nights, and um, sauntered up, got some libations they have those fancy cocktails and enjoyed the most beautiful two-piece piano bass player uh band play jazz and a, a wonderful woman on the the vocals she was probably in her 60s but she was dressed to the nines she had like this beautiful black sparkly dress all of the the sparkly jewelry she could have and she was just talking about how beautiful it was to be able to perform because before the pandemic they were all booked up they had so many shows to look forward to and uh, the pandemic happened and now they're they're back out and it you can feel that energy of just wanting to vibe with that. And so we vibed and we got along well with the staff there, had a wonderful time and um, we threatened to come back the next night. So after a nice steak dinner, I went out to uh, went downstairs to Donatello's to, to put on a nightcap and there was not a lot of seating, but there was this one spot right next to the piano that I that I saw open and wanted to get it for for the crew that i was with and walk up to the host and i i asked you know okay we don't have a reservation and he said oh well let, let me look and he's literally shuffling around reservations and picking up picking out spots where they can move people around so that they could sit us there right now and it, it, they just went out of their way how much of that was an act you know they probably didn't have anything on their screen they were just like poking around at it and going hmm yeah sir let, let, let's entertain you now yeah yeah no they, they genuinely moved things around just so that we could sit there and we had front row seats to one of the best jazz pianists i've ever heard hold your laughter because this this teenage girl was probably 16 17 maybe 18 and she was a savant. She was jamming to all the classics on jazz piano and 
singing at the same time. And she was, she had a boy, a bass accompaniment, accompaniment and a guy playing the bongos and the, and the, uh, tambourine for some rhythm. And they were some, it was some of the best music I'd heard in my life. And this was, these are covers just to start 15, 20 minutes later, she gets on the mic and she starts saying, I'm going to start playing original songs now. And the original songs were better than the covers. She well, she lit up the room and she was like in these cute like white overalls. She had her hair in the little bobs that were just like, you know, very, very um, childlike, you know, like she still had her innocence about her. But she was singing such soulful songs and the, and the lyrics that she was singing were were so powerful. And I just I, again, another moment that I was absolutely in awe of. So if you're ever in the area um, in, in the Union Square area in San Francisco, I highly recommend going to Donatello's and enjoying a nice beverage and watching some jazz. They do it every night. It felt kind of a, inappropriate to play the butthole sound right after the, the kid. Um, sorry about that. Uh, but the 4th of July fireworks were enjoyed from my from my driveway this year. Um, the day we drove back from San Francisco, um, we were able to plop out in front of the, the front yard the, the front lawn and just enjoy the fireworks straight straight from my house i live close enough i'm lucky enough to live close enough to where you, you can do that and it was the coolest experience i got some brunch in sausalito and i went to a little market there to to get some fresh cut uh salmon for dinner that night because i was going to smoke up some salmon it was and it was so beautiful because the day started with a little trip to baker's beach which if you're familiar with the area it's on the one side of the golden gate bridge and then you cross it to get to the other side to car uh, to sausalito and a little sleepy town, which looked was kind of terrifying to drive down to. It's a little steep grade, um, but had a nice view of the ocean outside and enjoyed a nice Bloody Mary and had some brunch. Drove down to the uh, little market about five minutes away, got salmon, drove home and, and, and just enjoyed a full day of all of the American foods you can think of, like smoked salmon, bratwursts. Uh, what else did I have? I had Jameson as uh, my libation for the night. So, you know, an all around... Oh, in Mexican-style corn, yeah. Um, so it was an all-around 4th of July extravaganza. A m true melting pot. Come on. It, stop judging me. I know I'm supposed to have wings and pizza and, and, and barbecue, but this is just as good. Whatever makes you happy. And following the rest of the vacation, it was just a staycation for the last week, uh, for our second week of, of vacation. Can I say that any more times? Is our drinking game going right now to, like, see how many times I say vacation well, I should be because I'm going to say it one more time vacation and uh, I spent a lot of time at the pool I've been going to the gym for about three and a half months now and I'm uh, feeling great looking great it's it's just what some of the best therapy I'm not doing it really for aesthetics at all um, I, that's just one of the added benefits I just and enjoying the therapeutic the, 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 it's, it's helping me talk you know like working out helps me get words out of my mouth like that right there and it's uh, been a it's been a great experience. I'm back with Titus over at Destiny Fitness, and uh, he's an amazing trainer and also amazing friend. He's been like a counselor, a brother. He's he's just he's some of the best people. So if you're ever looking for a trainer, I'd check out Titus at Destiny Fitness. Um, and over my time over the vacation, I, I went and and hung out at uh, some of the events for paint Sacramento pink going to do a little shout out to Lacey Nelson um, because we went out and tried to check out the haps that paint Sacramento pink is, is doing at certain events out at the Palladio there out at uh, one of the Wednesday night con concerts, which was packed. Everybody brought their 
lawn chairs and coolers and sat outside in the middle of the, the Palladio. If you've ever been, there's a nice little square area there, a big old stage. And there was a lot of, um, there was a great cover band that did nothing but 70s to the 2000s. So they're playing some major hits. People were dancing, having a good time. Lacey Nelson was there uh, with Paint Sacramento Pink, who are benefiting the I'll Be Aware Breast Cancer Foundation. You can find out more information at paintsacramentopink.org. And just a great company, a great, I'm sorry, they're a great organization to work with, a great charity doing amazing work. And um, I happened to befriend Lacey a little bit more over, over vacation. She had reached out because she had seen a picture of me putting a little teaser on Instagram about uh, my, my home studio being set up. I'm uh, getting my all of my components into place, all my my instruments, my microphones. I'm I'm gearing it all up. I'm testing it out, getting all my equipment set to where I want it, so I can work on this next big project that I have on the horizon. And teased it on social media because you know I like attention. And uh, she reached out and she said, uh, "So I'm gathering that you're a musician." And I said, "Yeah, I've been playing for a while." And she said, "She's a musician too, so she wants to hang out and and play guitar and stuff." So I'm pretty stoked. I think there's there couldn't be a better person to play some guitar with. Uh, Lacey Nelson is just uh, one of the one of the most inspiring people that I've met recently, and continues to inspire so many others in, in all the work that she's doing. So thank you, Lacey Nelson. I can't wait to play guitar with you. Which leads me to my final point. Speaking of Lacey Nelson, she's just joined up uh, with Rogers Fitness Academy, and I have featured Ro uh, uh, Eric Rogers on my Instagram page a couple of times because he's got a very he's got a very compelling story. He's an inspiration, truly, just to see the amount of work that he's done on himself. Um, and uh, from a fitness standpoint, he and and mental standpoint, he's got a lot to offer. And I I want to give him a featured spot on the next podcast because if Lacey Nelson is working out with him. And then, then I got to, I got to check him out because that's somebody you could absolutely trust. Um, so, and it just so happens that Eric is, uh, from my hometown. We, we grew up in the same area. I think he's just a year younger than me. So it'll be interesting to hear his story and find out where he came from. Uh, even, you know, we, maybe we have some stories that will line up from our past, but, um, if you want to check him out online, you could go up to rogersfitnessacademy.com and uh check out a story there but we're gonna go in depth and we're gonna dive in with him and and find out who he is he he said he warned me he said that he's he's pretty intense so i i don't know what to expect i just hope that he doesn't wring my neck with his pinky because he's big enough to do something like that but if, if he means intense um in a, in a different way like in a um you know a fun way then maybe it'll be okay I, honestly Eric, Rich, Eric Rogers of Rogers Fitness Academy will be uh, a future guest on the podcast. And uh, thank you so much for sitting around this long. Hopefully you did make it this long because, boy, a little shaky at first. I, I'm just getting my bearings again. I'm forget, remembering how to broadcast again. And fortunately, I think, I think we did it. I think we made it. 